It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I want to start with the result of a poll because, you know, we talk love, we talk relationships. And then if you just follow me on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, I put polls up there all the time because I want to know what you think. And there was this question we just did, which was, do you think defining the relationship is necessary? So 30% of you said nope, <laughs> and 70% of you said absolutely. And I am part of the 70%. I think defining the relationship as early as possible makes both partners feel comfortable and we know where we stand. So I like when it's clear, said, and then you can enjoy it fully. That's my first tip of the night. Any questions you have about your relationship, call me now, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, just dial in 855-905-8255. Georgia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Georgia. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Oh, my gosh. Do I have a question for you and for anyone out there who's dating a cancer? I've been dating a cancer for about six months now. And I know that they can be clingy and, and a little bit obsessive. I'm Pisces. I don't mind that. And the ooh-la-la is like, ooh-la-la. He, he does everything <laughs> in that department to please me. I, I have no gripes with that. But it's this disappearing act that they do. They're all into you, and then they'll just disappear for days, sometimes weeks. So, I mean, and, it, and they come back all weepy and emotional. Oh, my God, they're so sensitive, Simon. And he'll be pissed at something I said that I don't even know what it was or wasn't serious to me. So I don't know if this is a keeper or if, if this I should drop it because it's exhausting. It's what? weird. It's one of the best relationships I've ever had, but it's the most exhausting relationship I've ever had. <laughs> Georgia, by the way, just full disclosure, I'm a cancer too. So before I answer that, well, you you know how you know how you are, Simon. Oh, listen, I I don't know if I'm you know as passionate, but definitely you know sensitive. So anyway, if you look at the balance of what he brings you and what he takes from you, is the balance of love positive for you or negative? I got to say, it's positive. It's just that. The off and on thing, the hot and cold thing is just driving me nuts. Well, that I understand. I think you you have to, in this case, you can tell him, but you've told him, maybe as long as it's positive and you get used to it, if it's still positive in the balance of love, Georgia, you keep the dude. The minute the balance of love is negative and it's more pain than pleasure, more stress than satisfaction, more anxiety than peace and serenity and pleasure, then you change partners. Okay, you know, you said something like that. He said, like, just get used to it. I promise you'll get better. Just get used to it. Uh, it's Listen, something it, to get used to. But I guess <laughs> at the end of the day, it is worth it. But, oh, gosh, it drives me crazy. I, Georgia, listen, there is a smile in your voice and a joie de vivre, a joy of life that not everybody has. So he must be doing something right for that excitement. <laughs> he is. <laughs> you know it. <sighs> All right, Georgia, keep the dude for now and keep me posted, okay? Thank you, Simon. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you so much. I love you too and have a good night. You too. Now I got to go to my Instagram. I just got a DM from somebody who doesn't know what to say to their best friend about stay with me. You'll know the rest of the story next. 
If you have a question for me, but you can't call me, just send me a DM on my Instagram, at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what is going on with Isla and her friend? All right, so Isla says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Isla. My best friend in the whole world told me that she's been talking to my ex and wants to know if it's okay to date him. I am so hurt by this that I don't even know what to say. I have so much history with my ex and I feel like if they date, my friendship with my best friend will change. If not, end. I don't really want them to date, so how do I handle this? Isla, thanks for your email. If your best friend wants to date your ex, what should you do? I'm going to tell you that next. Stay with me. How would you react if your best friend came to you and said, I want to date one of your exes? Would you say it's okay or would you say absolutely not? Or do you even have a say? That's a dilemma Isla just sent me on my Instagram because her best friend wanted to date her ex. And she feels if they do that, she's going to lose her best friend and she's very sad. So how can you handle this? Well, listen... There's nothing you can do because unless you've been abused by that person and you have to, you know, of course, protect your friend. But if there's no abuse, love is stronger than friendship. So you better be stay close to her and wish them well. And then you have a chance to keep the friendship. But if you fight it and there is true love between them, you're going to lose your best friend. So my advice is be on the side of love. I know it's hard. Say, listen, this is what happened with me, but best of luck to you. Don't ask any more questions. And then you'll be included. If you fight it, you'll be excluded. Be on the side of love, Isla, even if it's difficult. That's my advice. You call the next 855-905-8255. I'm here. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? Just, just call me now. Jessaline, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jessaline. Welcome to the rendezvous. Qu'est-ce qui se passe? What is going on? Um, I wanted to ask you for help to trust to let someone in again. I, I basically I was in a long term relationship with a boyfriend for three years, and then I broke up with him. And I took time off from dating, but now it's like two and a half years, and I want to be with a partner again. But I I'm not meeting anybody, and I. I think it's because I, I automatically kind of shut men down because I am scared to trust someone again. And so where did the fear come from? The fear, the deeper fear, is what it comes to intimacy because my ex would pressure me a lot about how he wanted things and I would do things that I didn't really want to do. And mm-hmm. so... Um, I guess I have this idea that men only want, like, right away. Otherwise, it's forget it. And um, so, this, it's, so Jocelyn, this, you know, when it comes to the ulalas, we say here, here's a, it's, it's true. Most men, uh, and the younger even more, of course, so there, there's, you know, the hormones and all this. So, yes, they're all about here and now. But you the one who decides who do you want to have ulala with or not, number one. And two... Um, maybe, I mean, just a suggestion, maybe you should go see a therapist and talk about what happened and how you perceived all the past. Because I feel really, there's an expression say, clean the past to kiss the future. So maybe before you start wondering about dating again, a couple of sessions with a good therapist, just to talk about what happened, like you said, with the ooh la with your ex and you did things you didn't want to do. Just take time to heal. 
and then go out again. But I would not, I feel you're a little hesitant and we should respect your hesitation and not rush into anything until you feel comfortable again. And for that, you just need to do a little work on yourself. Yeah, yeah. You do the work, you're free from the past. You don't do the work with a good shrink, the past will creep on you for years and years and years. I know that because I've had a shrink for a long, long time and, and it helps considerably and brings this joy of life. So uh, that's my advice. Do the work, really. It's going to pay off so much. Mm, thank you. That feels, re- that feels really good. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to you. Bonne chance, Jocelyn. Merci. Thank Merci. you. You know, there's another key question out of this is how do we use our past relationship experiences in our today or future relationships. Let's talk about that next. Once you've had a little bit of experience in dating and you've had you know ups and downs, success and failure, smile and tears, basically you can decide how to use these past experiences into your today's love life and tomorrow's. What's the right way? Don't do the same mistake over and over, right? So if you have a habit of dating, you know, players and bad boys. Well, now you know what they look like. You know what they say. You know how they're going to play you. You can use your past experiences not to be played again. But there is another side to that coin, meaning if we use past relationships in the wrong way, we can sabotage a chance for love. Stay with me. I'm going to tell you that next. Have you ever dated somebody who said to you, when they're usually jealous or possessive or controlling, oh, no, 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 I, I just I can't trust you if you don't text me every you know, hour. Why? I've done nothing wrong. Because of my past boyfriend or my past girlfriend and partner, you know, he cheated on me, so I don't trust anybody anymore. That is the wrong way to use your past experiences because we are all different. So I'm not saying be silly all the time and not be careful, but when you start hearing In the name of the past, one should be controlling you. One should be always on your case. They're using their past experiences and fear and pain against you. And that's not fair. Don't let it happen and don't do it. Uh, You call the next 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationships? 855-905-8255. Shelly, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? What's going on? Okay, I've been dating my boyfriend for two years, and I was at a friend's house helping her go through her dating profile when I noticed that he was on this dating app. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I confronted him about it, and he admitted to um, like getting a thrill out of just chatting with women, but that he was never meeting up with them and it was just something he liked to fantasize about and that mm-hmm. made me really uncomfortable and so long story short i am not proud of this but i made a secret account <laughs> and contacted him and started chatting and, and to his credit he did not want to meet up i like I, I was trying to get him to say or do something but he mm-hmm. he wouldn't um, I don't know. I don't know if I should admit this to him. I don't know if I should, what I should do, if I should bring it up again. It just, it still makes me uncomfortable that he's out there talking with women. I mean, is that okay? No, I don't think it's okay, Shelley. I mean, let's say he takes a night out with the boys and let's say he spends the whole evening talking to girls after girls after girls. Uh, when you're in a committed relationship, you should not be doing that, right? Yeah. 
So that has to stop. You're uncomfortable with it. Your intuition is thinking it's wrong because it is. Uh, I don't think when you're in a relationship, you should be on a dating app talking to other women. I think you should be talking to you and also getting validation from you. So that's the lesson of this. The other part of the story is that you kind of went on a tangent with a catfish and you did a fake profile. So you also made a mistake. The good news is that he didn't engage in anything bad and he's just talking. So how about you guys just sit down and have a conversation about it. Tell him what you feel about his online dating you wanted to stop and tell him you were so worried and so anxious about it that you created that fake profile, tell him what it was, and you were relieved that he didn't follow through and that he didn't ask you out. But at the end, you were both wrong. And then you said to him, I said, you know, and honey, Maybe maybe you missed something from me and the validation and all this and said, let's talk about it together because I feel your boyfriend, Shelly, is missing validation from you or there's some narcissism that he needs to address with a shrink, but it's not normal to look for other people's reaction online when you're in a relationship, okay? Okay, thank you, so, Simon. Good luck to you, Shelly, and thank you for your call. Thank you, merci. Merci à toi et bonsoir. You know what? My producer, Jill, making signs. There is an urgent voicemail. She needs me to address this next. So stay with me. I'm going to help that voicemailer next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Hey, listen, if you can't reach out to me because all my lines are busy, always leave me a voicemail. Just like this one, and I'll answer it. Hi, Simon. Bonjour. This is Katie. Um, I was calling because I have a question. I went on this awesome date with this guy uh, about a week ago, and we had a great time. We, you know, vibed or whatever you want to call it and set up the time for another date, and I was really excited, but he had to reschedule, so that's kind of where we're at, and last night, I was out to dinner with a friend, and I saw him get out of a car with another girl, Uh, so... I don't know if I should call him or text him or I, I don't know what to do. So I'll be listening to hear what you have to say. Thank you. Thanks for the voicemail, Katie. So basically you went on a date. You saw him with another woman after that date. Should you give him a second chance or not? I'm going to answer that next. Stay with me. So here's a question for you. Let's say you go on an awesome date with a person and um, you're all excited and then you see that same person, that same guy in the case of Katie, on a date with somebody else. Do you think you should never talk to him again? Or, just like I think, because you're not exclusive and you just had one date, you just get to know each other. That's my answer to you, Katie. You know it takes time to get somebody, and unless you have the DTR, they find the relationship talk, everybody can kind of date. It's okay. So I understand it's upsetting a little bit, but please give him a chance. It doesn't mean the date he had with the other person was as awesome as the date you had with him. Have faith in yourself. That's a key thing in life. Have faith in yourself, Katie. So give him another chance if he asks you out again. Uh, Let's hear a little bit of love. Call me if you have a love story. 855-905-8255. You have experienced love in a unique way. I want to know what that way was. Call me. 855 905 8255. Tatiana, bonjour. 
Bonjour. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. Tatiana, I know you have a unique sweet story to share with me tonight, and you know I want to hear that. I do. Um, okay, so I was diagnosed with cancer five years ago, ovarian. Oh, I'm and so sorry to hear this. I beat it. Oh, good. Good, good. Yeah, it's um, it's one of the, in my opinion, it's one of the, the most challenging cancers, especially for women. So I survived it. Uh, and I just, towards the end of my treatment and chemo and everything, this guy had was really trying to pursue me, and I just didn't understand why. Like, you know, if you know about if you know about it, just have common sense. Like, you go through it. Like, your hair falls out. My skin was breaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't looking like myself. I kind of didn't want to meet anybody new. I was, you know, just into my space trying to heal. And this guy kept pursuing me, and I told him I wasn't into a relationship, but he was just trying to be my friend. And I had also lost my job because I couldn't really own Social Security and all that stuff. So I lost my job, and he was there for me financially, you know, helping me with a lot of things. And we were not dating. I was not intimate with him. He wasn't getting anything out of me. And Mm -hmm. at first I was wondering, like, what did he want from me? You know what I mean? Like, if you're helping me out and you're just my friend, what's the catch? Like, what's the motive? And I said, well, once I get back on my feet, you know, I'm going to see if he's going to, like, you know, throw it back in my face and things like that. Mm-hmm. When I got back on my feet, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And I was willing to be that because we was friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. me going through all that, we really became friends. That was my first time ever doing it with anybody. And um, I wasn't the best-looking girl at that time. I was really not the diva that I am now. You know what I mean? <laughs> or how I was before me getting ill. So then we, you know, we got into the fight of being a fiance stage and uh-huh. I can't have kids. And I knew he wanted kids for me getting to know him as a friend. Um, and together, we before we got married, we wound up doing foster care together. And then his foster child became adoptive. So we adopted him together. Wow. And then eventually we got married. So it was almost like we adopted each other after we adopted this kid. I like that. Yeah, so I don't know if that all makes sense, but there's a lot more to happen between all that. No, I I understand. And first and foremost, I'm so happy you got your health back and everything Mm -hmm. is okay. Of course, that's the most important. And you found love in the way of this. So so thank you so much for sharing that story. And like I said, I'm happy you're with us and and at your best. All right. Thanks, Simon. Thank you and have a good night. You as well. Good night. Please don't go anywhere because I got something very important to talk about with you next. Stay with me. Bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel, and merci beaucoup. Thank you so much for spending your evening with me. I'll tell you every night. I cannot tell you enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of the rendezvous. Thank you for your calls, for your love stories. And by the way, a big shout out to everybody who has shared their love story because it inspires me uh, to be a better partner. I might sometimes use an idea myself to be more romantic, and I think it helps all of us to have a better love life. So thank you so much for that, too. Uh, I want to finish with with this invitation. If there is something you want to confess, something, it could be very beautiful, it could be something very difficult, it could be, you know, whatever story you want to share with me, just reach out to my producers and be part of my podcast, like Confession. So to reach out, you just go to therendezvousshow.com and just say, hey, I want to be part of uh, La Confession, and then we'll arrange it so you can be with me on air. Thank you so much. Check my podcast, La Confession. Great episodes. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.